Welcome back to Surush Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how the Ghazi Rustam Khan came quickly to Amritsar only to get his money back. He didn't even see what happened that morning, if everything was okay at home. He didn't realize that his daughter, Kaulna, had ridden out with Guru Hargoman late last night. Ghazi woke up, he headed to the court and saw along the way uh, the Guru's encampment, how it was empty. So he immediately freaked out. He headed off to Amritsar with his servant. He met Guru Hargobind outside of Amritsar as Guru was hunting on the west side of the city. And they had a discussion there. When Guru Hargobind was talking to him, he immediately realized that, oh, this Qazi, he had no idea what was happening at home. He didn't even realize that his daughter had reached Amritsar. So he was planning out how to reveal this. They were riding back to Amritsar with the Qazi. Guru Hargobind went to the, uh, went off to the side a little bit, quietly told one of his six saying, hey, listen, go to Amritsar quickly ahead of us. Go tell Kaulan that her father is coming. Tell her that she should prepare food for him and that the Guru would send her father to her later that evening. So the Sikh went ahead, told that to Kaulan. So she was preparing food. The Qazi then met with Guru Hargobind at the Akal Takat. They sat down there for a little bit before the Guru asked him to go eat. The Guru sent a Sikh with the Qazi to Kaulan's residence. So the Qazi, um, you know, sat down there. He looked at the residence. He saw that, oh, this, you know, household bears all the marks uh, of the household of a Muslim. So he was sitting there feeling at home and very special that the Guru was organizing his dinner. And that's how chapter 24 begins, describing how the Ghazi was sitting on that seat waiting for his food to arrive. His servant was sitting on the floor in front of him. Gaulan, though, she was waiting in the back of the residence. She told her servant, one of her helper ladies there, to, to go deliver the dinner, which she had so uh, beautifully prepared. All types of food were there, salty food, sweet food. So uh, the servant then goes, serves food to Golan's father, the Qazi, who's sitting there. And he was just so happy. You know, he got this amazing food. It was really um, delivered to him on this very fancy plate. It was all put out very nicely for him. He was hungry. He started uh, downing the food. He started eating the food very quickly. Golan didn't want to reveal herself before, though, um, to, because it might have ruined uh, her father's food. She was thinking maybe he would get up in anger. Um, and then not finishing food. So she didn't, um, she didn't go right away. She waited for some while. Um, after the Qazi had eaten the food off of his plate, um, but not fully uh, satisfied, Golna then went at that point. She was bringing with her uh, some extra food to offer uh, her father. That idiot though, the Qazi, her father, couldn't really see properly. Mind you, it was evening time. It was getting dark. All he saw was a woman walk towards him with beautiful clothes. And he was thinking, oh wow, uh, some nice woman is coming now, my way. And he heard the jewelry jingle that Kaulan was wearing, delightfully. And Kaulan, though, she was walking towards her father with her eyes lowered, in a very humble manner. And the Qazi was just staring at her, still not recognizing her uh, to be her, uh, his daughter. So 
like I said, it was evening time, not much light out. When Golan first got in front of her father, she said, Salam, greetings, father. And those words just, they just dropped the Qazi. The idiot looked like he was drowning, but there wasn't any water around. He was just thinking, you know, how did my daughter come here? He was just frozen. He had some food in his hand. He had some food in his mouth, which he couldn't really swallow. And he also had some food in his stomach that was coming up. So he was throwing up a little bit. He was tearing up now. He was just lost. He had no awareness left in his body. You know, how could he now think about uh, getting his money? And he was just trying to figure, you know, what happened here? How did she come here? What does this mean for me now that she's just living here with Guru Hargobind? And he was trying to get up at that point. Gola then said, oh, father, you know, why are you mad? You should sit down, eat fully, and then go collect your money. And then you can leave tomorrow morning. And these words, Gaulan said, that was just like putting salt on a wound for that Ghazi. He was just burning up now with shame. And he yelled out, uh, Oh, the one that Khuda has killed. Oh, the one that the Divine has killed. Uh, basically a slur to Gaulan saying, Gaulan, what have you done? Why did I not kill you when you were born? And even now, you say these words to me without any fear or shame. Today, you've destroyed all my honor. Golna then replied back saying, Oh Father, Khuda, the Divine, has not killed me. The Divine has been my protector and has taken me across the terrible ocean of life. Blessed, blessed is your honor, O oh Father, and you should clasp your hands now together and thank the Lord. This type of relationship that I have with Guru Hargobind, that was made by the Divine. The Peer of all Peers has become my support. He whose glory is seen across the entire world, who both the Hindus and the Turks call the complete Guru, I have now come to their sanctuary and I have become liberated. I have escaped hell and now I have arrived in heaven. Now you may do as you like, but you will reap the fruit of whatever you do, good or bad. Because he heard this and his heart was just burning up. He got up, he started to head out while saying, now I feel sorry for you. You have destroyed the honor of our lineage. If I knew you were going to be like this, I would have killed you at birth. And even now, if I could, I would have you hanged and killed at this very moment. So this guy said this while he was walking out. He was continuing uh, to swear at her, very vile swears. And he left in this anger. And he was heading out to the area where Guru Hargobind was at the Akal Takat. Like I mentioned in the previous episode, it was the Divan session that evening. So Guru Hargobind was sitting there with all his Sikhs when they had arrived there. And this Ghazi had tied up his horse near the Akal Takat. So he was walking from where today Kaulsar would stand near Baba Atal Gurdwara. And he was walking towards the Akal Takat. As he was walking out, it looked like he had a burqa of shame over him. He kept his head really low as he was just feeling this, this uh, shame. And Guru Hargobind saw him from far walking out of the house like this and, and Guru Hargobind was just laughing at him. All the other six who knew the deal as well about Kola, they also saw him and they were laughing at him as well. The six were saying, oh, looks like the Kazi has met his daughter, all right. Is he mad or is he happy? Another six was saying, actually, it looks like uh, he is quite mad and quite sad. His head is quite lowered. Guru Hargobind then said to one of the six, go and uh, ask him how that went. So the Qazi, meanwhile, was walking up, but he stopped at some distance 
And then he told the servant to go ahead and, and go fetch that horse because he didn't want to go anywhere near Guru Hargobin. He was too ashamed. So we kind of stood from afar there while that servant went there. The Sikh of Guru Hargobin, he walked up to the Qazi and he asked him, you know, if he would speak with the Guru. The Qazi was too angry, he was too pissed. He said, you know, I won't go and speak with Guru Hargobin, such a vile person who has given me such grief. That is somebody they call Guru. What will he even say to me? I will bring with me, when I come back, a vast army, and we will capture him. And at that point, I'll talk to him. So that Sikh went back to the Guru and told him this, yeah, uh, the Ghazi won't come and talk to you. He's just chatting some crap, really. He said he'd bring an army and that he'll get revenge on you when he captures you. He was saying stuff like this. He's just being an idiot, and he isn't calming down. And Guru Hargobind then looks over at Bidhi Chand and Jetha and says, guys, Go to the Qazi, speak sweetly with him and respectfully, but grab him by the arms and bring him here to me. So Bidichand and Jetha, they both went off and when they got near to the Qazi, they said, you know, why are you angry? Come get your money from Guru Hargobind. The Qazi responded saying, you know, I won't go and meet with them, nor will I get the money right now. I didn't realize how deceitful he was. Bidichand and Jetha, they weren't having any of that. And they just grabbed him by the arms, dragged him in front of the Akal Takat where Guru Hargobind was sitting on the throne. Akazi was trying with all his strength to get out of the grips of Bidhi Chand and Jetha, but he just couldn't manage it. They were too strong. Guru Hargobind then spoke out to the Akazi saying, Here, come collect your 10,000. It won't take long. We'll count it up and give it to you now. Anything else that happened? Well, just remember that you had fought with Baba Buddhaji. And this is the result of that. So here Guru Hargobind is referencing when Baba Buddhaji mentioned that Guru Hargobind would become the son-in-law essentially of that Ghazi when they had that uh, confrontation about the money. So that Ghazi spoke out now saying, you know, I won't take the money. I'm going to tell the emperor everything and we'll capture you and we'll take the money at that point. I'll get it that way and not some other way. You've taken away all my honor now and I'm going to go tell everybody about this. You've charmed my daughter and brought her here. And you're going to get the fruit of that action very quickly. Guru Hargobind replied saying, Well, that's a whole different matter. And you can do what you want. But now, take your money. Otherwise, say that you will not be taking the money. So there's no debt over my head. Say it three times that you won't take the money. So either take the money or leave it. This is your only chance. The Qazi listening to this said, I'm going to capture you and I'll take the money at that point. I won't say I'm not going to take the money now. If I did, how would I look at you when I capture you and take all the money then? Guru Hargobind responded saying, if you don't want to take the money, well then just stay here the night. You're extremely tired. If you have strength, well then use it and you can head back now. But please, sleep well tonight. The Qazi responded saying, let me go. I won't stay here. I want to head back to Lahore right now. And I'm not tired, so I can head back. But I cannot stay here. I cannot bear it. In my heart, I'm just filled with regret. At that moment, Guru Hargobind made the gesture to Bidichan and Jetha, and they let him go. The Ghazi then mounted his horse after suffering such a blow there in Amritsar, and he headed off with his servant in great anger. They rode off until a great storm actually came on that path on the way home, so they had to veer off. 
and find a small village to then spend their night. When they got accommodation, he was just laying there engrossed in anxiety and pain. He had such a terrible sleep, he barely slept. He got up the next morning and he headed out to Lahore. But somehow, when he got to Lahore, the news had already spread that the Qazi Rustam Khan had beat his daughter so badly that she took off and left home. He heard this slander with his own ears as he was riding into the town. And he began to then cover his face and, and quickly uh, tried to get home without seeing anybody. When he opened the door, when he got home, he found his wife just crying there. He didn't even say anything to her. He just dropped to the floor in pain and sadness and started to regret. He started to think about the mistake he had made, thinking that oh, maybe my daughter would have stayed at home if I just didn't beat her that hard. She was young and youthful and I didn't arrange her marriage yet. He was also thinking that that was a problem. He was thinking about all these things just sitting there. Later that day, he went to the court uh, of the emperor, Shah Jahan, where he was working. He was, and he was just in such anxiety sitting there, thinking about his, uh, the problems of his house. So he sat in the back, not talking to anyone. When he came home that night, his wife was really giving it to him when he got home. She was just angry at him and he was just really ashamed. He told her, Gaulan had gone with the Guru. And that's all he said. He didn't say anything else. And his household was just silent that day. They weren't talking to each other. And that's how they spent their night. So that's how chapter 24 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear about the Qazi's request to Emperor Shah Jahan and how that discussion goes. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Manglacharan Patreon page. Get out, you are